Is there a, a growing consideration that, that relatable or, or informal language should be used in the collections process? And I've got an example, actually. So, um, you know, terminology such as, oops, have you forgotten something? Or uh, versus maybe your payment's overdue. So actually changing the tone in which we speak to people. Gary, I can see you nodding your head there. So do you want to start us off on this yeah, one? Yeah, absolutely. Um, me, and, me and Mark had a conversation up uh, on the way up in the car today uh, around this. Um, <clears throat> in terms of the, the language, I, th I think what a change in language can do is sort of give uh, the customer a feel that actually things have started to become a, a little bit more... Um, um, the collections process has escalated. So you could start off with, uh, oh, so it looks like you missed your, um, your payment arrangement, uh, you owe X, Y, and Z. And actually, when you get through the collections path, you can then turn it into something that's more formal, because, of course, you know, in terms of our collections path, <coughs> you'll be moving on to a, a legal strategy um, potentially anyway. So that's the sort of language that you're heading towards. So I think from from sort of more traditional side of me I would probably my personal opinion would be is I'd like a sort of formal approach all the way through so you know exactly where you stand but actually I think in, in terms of being allowing the customer to understand that uh, things you know heat's been turned up a little bit for want of a better word mm. I think it's an opportunity to change the language a bit. Mm. Mm. Caroline? I agree with Gary I think the the the, the statements and the oops you've, you've have you forgotten your payment is is, is really appropriate in, in early arrears, but as you get through the collections journey um, and start to reach like the legal stages, um, then it needs to be matter of facts and statements that, uh, as Tim alluded to earlier, not gone are the if, buts and maybes, but this will happen as a consequence if you don't do X, Y and Z. Mm. I think it, it has its place depending on where you are mm. um, in, in the debt cycle. Mm. And, and Lisa, just really to expand that point then, um, uh, the, it, someone asked the question earlier on about um, what sort of analysis is now available um, in terms of, of the data that we interpret. And I suppose, would there be an argument to say that, 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 that actually this is an area that we would look to analyse the data, A, B, test of statements at that earlier stage, um, and really try to understand actually what drives the most engagement at that stage? Absolutely, it does depend. It's all about where you are in that in that journey. So, for, from our point of view, for a, for a customer that, that fails on their initial direct debit, sort of that, that day one due date, um, what they get from us is, oh, we've not been able to collect. Don't worry, we're going to go out and retry for that. You don't need to do anything. We're just going to go and reapply. And that is a very softly worded, you know, no issues. And, and most of those collections actually, in the second attempt, go through no contact from the customer. It's one of those beautiful automated things that we all love. Um, but as you go down and that, that second one doesn't clear, then you have to make it more, you know, actually, you've now got 14 days, and if you don't bring this up to date, we're going to cancel your policy. It becomes a bit more of a serious message. Then, you know, then we have to add the words from an insurance point of view of, we need to make you aware it's a legal requirement to have your vehicle, you know, insured. And so you, it's, there's only so far you can go with the ups. I think, as well from a, an, an analytics, yes, you've got all of the profiles, so you know your customer, you know their age brackets, you probably know their preferred way of communicating. So you can take bits of that and personalise those journeys to those different customers. But I think the, the stage of the collections is, is vital as to what goes into that. 
and yes, day one, absolutely, let's try and keep it a bit light-hearted because people immediately feel anxious, oh, I've got to pay them and, and take a bit of that worry away. Mm. But once you know they're, they're being a bit more reluctant about giving that money over, mm. you, you do need to go down a much more formal process and, and keep it all ab above board, so to speak. Because mm. the, the other part of this, obviously, is that you're trying to retain the customer. You know, if the customer's forgotten, to, forgotten a payment, you know, you don't really want to go in and be formal and, and for it to feel like a sort of a harsh treatment. Yeah. You want to retain that customer. And it's something that we talk about quite often in the team, which is, you know, we, we understand that we're a collections um, department, but we also know that we need to also retain a customer and just strike that balance between the two. Mm -hmm. Great point. Great point. <coughs> Thank you for that.